Sunny intervals, moderate breeze, highs of 20 degrees in Monaco, Nice and Cannes, 23 degrees and sunny in Toulon and Navarre. This evening going down to 12 degrees with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, heavy rain and showers are forecast for tomorrow, highs of 14. Uh, sunshine returning on Friday with highs of 19 degrees. The sun is just about to rise here in Monaco at 7 minutes past 7 and will set this evening at 5.19. In London today, 15 degrees with sunny intervals. Oslo has light rain and 12 degrees. Glasgow, gusty winds, heavy rain and 11 degrees. Good morning, six minutes past seven o'clock. You're listening to the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. I'm here with you until ten. A top news story in France this morning is that France's health minister has announced that since the beginning of October, 31 children have been transported out of the Ile de France due to the saturation of paediatric services in hospitals in Paris. And in sport, it was a good night for Tottenham. Uh, Chris will be happy and Liverpool. Uh, more on those stories coming up at 7.30. It's a Wednesday, uh, so it's the best of the Riviera f- throughout the day on Riviera Radio. We'll have in a moment's time this morning's entertainment news. Uh, the pop quiz after 8 o'clock. Hank Potts from Barclays will be joining us with the latest business news at quarter to nine. Three in a row after nine o'clock. And don't forget your open mic. Yes. Uh, go on to our app if you fancy sending a message uh, to me then and you want to hear it live on this morning's show then just record your message on the open mic and press send looking forward to hearing from you uh, this morning also coming up if you want to lose weight work out in the evening and not in the morning how every glass of tap water you drink has been consumed by up to 10 people before you And snore, which I certainly do, you might be at the risk of going blind, and why you don't need to shower each morning. Starting this hour with music from Jess Glynn and All I Am. Every butterfly I get belongs to you. You don't believe me, but it's true. Show the freckles on my arms, fill out your name. Traffic and travel brought to you by Monaco-Occasions.com. 
Taking a look at the train network this morning, there will be certain disruptions following yesterday morning's bad weather and a tree that fell on the line at Ayres, as well as a power cut. Major repair work has since been carried out. However, only two out of three trains will be maintained this morning. Uh, so to know which trains will be running, passengers are advised to check on the SNCF TER Sud website. Uh, taking a look at the roads, it's already slow moving, uh, coming off the A8 motorway in to Monaco. The tunnel there is closed. Uh, there are no delays or cancellations so far at Nice International Airport. Traffic and travel brought to you by Monaco-Occasions.com offering the largest range of prestigious vehicles in Monaco with over 200 available used cars. Sixteen minutes past seven o'clock this morning's entertainment news. Former Health Secretary Matt Hancock has been suspended as a Conservative MP in the UK after joining the cast of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Mr Hancock will swap representing his constituents at Westminster for eating bugs in the jungle in Australia. But Tory party managers have taken a dim view of the West Suffolk MP's decision to take part in a reality TV show while Parliament is sitting. Uh, one uh, Tory said MP said it was serious enough to warrant a suspension. And Elon Musk pledged to make getting rid of spam accounts one of his main priorities after buying Twitter. But there's another mounting exodus that he perhaps did not intend. Fears over the SpaceX founder's potentially uh, loose stance on content moderation has plenty of genuine users considering their future on the platform, including some of its famous faces. Uh, so while Twitter could before too long welcome back some of its most infamous banned accounts, uh, such as Donald Trump, it may soon be saying goodbye to even more other celebrities uh, that have aired uh, their views on maybe quitting uh, the social platform. Uh, that's this morning's entertainment news. On this day, what is this day? Well, November the 2nd is... Uh, Dynamic Harmlessness Day. It was on this day in 1954 that the comedy series Hancock's Half Hour was first broadcast on BBC Radio. On this day in 1960, Penguin Publishers were cleared of obscenity for printing the D.H. Lawrence novel Lady Chatterley's Lover. On this day in 1963, Jerry and the Pacemakers reached the number one spot with You'll Never Walk Alone. And it was on this day in 1964 that the first episode of the television soap opera Crossroads was broadcast on ITV in the UK. And on this day in 1981, Citizens Band Radio, CB Radio, was legally allowed in Britain. If it's your birthday today, uh, then you share it with singer Nelly and rugby union fly half uh, Danny Cipriani, who is 35 today. And also born on this day in 1755, Mary Antoinette and her birthday quote... Courage, I have shown it for years. Think you I shall lose it at the moment when my sufferings are to end. Think you I shall lose it at the moment when my sufferings are to end. That's your birthday. Happy birthday. It is your birthday. At 20 past seven, the new sports and weather's coming up. Madonna and Cherish on Riviera Radio.
Marshmallow, happier, 7.28, the news, sport and weather's next. Don't miss the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show, brought to you by Air France of the largest networks in the world. Tune in every weekday morning from 7 to 10 for news, music and fun on the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show with Air France. France is in the air. La France est dans l'air. Have you just moved to Monaco? CMB Monaco is the leading private bank in the Principality and can help you achieve your financial goals in Monaco. Investment services, financing solutions, wealth structuring, whatever your needs are, we have the right products and services to support you. Learn more about our offers at www.cmb.mc. La Maison de Tange has a new address in Mouja, a beautiful villa on Avenue Saint-Basile in Mouja. Both a showroom and a design office, La Maison de Tange concentrates all its talents and know-how for your bespoke interior, kitchen, bathroom and any furniture made to measure. Our decorators can also advise you and manage your entire interior project with curtains, lighting and decoration. Check out the new address at detange.com. That's D-E-T-O-N-G-E.com. Throughout the school holidays, enjoy low prices with the tree boot offer at the Oceanographic Museum of Monaco. And just like me, become a young reporter with a polar mission exhibition. There's so much to discover. See you at the Oceanographic Museum of Monaco. Find out more at oceano.org. Discover the Maybourne Riviera's two restaurants with menus signed by Chef Mauro Colagreco. Seto, one Michelin star with its breathtaking view, will transport you to its marine universe, while Riviera will offer you gourmet cuisine with Mediterranean inspiration. Reservations by phone or online at maybourneriviera.com. FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio, with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 7.30, I'm Sarah Lysa reporting. France's health minister has announced that since the beginning of October, 31 children have been transported out of the Ile-de-France due to the saturation of paediatric services in hospitals in Paris. According to the regional health agency, the Ile-de-France region has been hit by an epidemic of bronchiolitis since October the 3rd, which has just made the situation worse. A meeting is scheduled today between the health minister François Braun and paediatric professionals. It was last week that more than 4,000 caregivers signed an open letter to the President of the Republic to denounce the saturation of hospital paediatric services. The letter denounced above all structural difficulties due to irresponsible political inaction, a warning that hospital services are overflowing. The COVID incident rate has decreased in Monaco. In its weekly update on COVID numbers, the government said that the incident rate per 100,000 people in the week to last Sunday was 161. That's down from 222 the previous week. In the week to Sunday, 63 new cases of COVID were detected. As of Sunday evening, 11 people, including four residents, were hospitalised at the Princess Grace Hospital. Uh, two people, both of them non-residents, were being treated treated in intensive care. 36 people were being followed by the Home Monitoring Centre. 
More than 2,600 homes in Beausoleil and La Turbie have been without electricity following an incident on the network in Beausoleil. The incident occurred on Tuesday morning, affecting 2,600 customers in Beausoleil as well as in La Turbie. According to the operator, Enedis, technicians were quick to intervene and everything was back to normal by the afternoon. Meanwhile, on Facebook, the city of La Turbie attributed the incident to lightning which had hit the Beausoleil transformer following the bad weather on Tuesday morning. Meanwhile, another power cut caused by bad weather on Tuesday saw train traffic interrupted between Nice and Ventimiglia. Major repair work has since been carried out. However, only two out of three trains will be maintained this morning. Uh, to know which trains will be running, passengers are advised to check on the SNCF-TER Sud website. On Tuesday, Storm Claudio caused a disruption on the region's roads with parts of both the Promenade des Anglais and the A8 motorway flooding. And a woman was rescued after being swept away by floodwaters. Local reports say that the woman was carried about two kilometres after falling into the Payon River near the Palais des Expositions and finally being rescued by firefighters near the beach. Meteo France has warned of further heavy rain and bad weather tomorrow, Thursday the 3rd of November, as Storm Denise approaches France via the Vendée, crossing two-thirds of the country, including the VAR and the Alpes-Maritimes, bringing strong winds and heavy showers by Thursday evening. The town of Pont de la Tour in the VAR has launched a series of measures to prevent waste and cigarette butts from ending up in the Mediterranean and after installing two waste sensor nets at the exit of the network outlet, they are now involving members of the public. Inhabitants have been invited to take part in a slogan competition. The idea is that the winning slogan will be placed near sewer outlets to make passers-by aware of respecting the environment. Finally, October was the warmest month on record in France, beating the previous record set in 2001. Meteo France said that the average temperature was 17.2 degrees, which is 3.5 degrees above normal. It said that October was the ninth consecutive month in which temperatures were above normal. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, Elon Musk has said Twitter will charge £7 or $8 monthly to Twitter users who want a blue tick by their name, indicating a verified account. As part of changes, after a $44 billion takeover of the social media site, Mr Musk said it was essential to defeat spam and scam. A blue tick mark next to a username, normally for high-profile figures, is currently free. However, critics say that the move could make it harder to identify reliable sources. Online furniture retailer Made.com has moved a step closer towards administration after the company's shares were suspended on Tuesday. The firm has stopped taking new orders and is running out of cash. Talks to find a buyer have so far failed. It is dramatic change for in fortunes for the brand, which boomed in the pandemic and was valued last year at £775 million. The retailer aims to fulfil orders it has already received, but is not offering refunds at this stage. Made.com was set up back in 2011 to offer affordable yet high-end furniture online and once said it wanted to be the new IKEA. 
And in the UK, Royal Mail workers have announced two 48-hour strikes to coincide with the busiest online shopping days, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Communication Workers Union, the CWUU, at Royal Mail are to strike on the 24th, 25th and 30th of November and the 1st of December. On the foreign exchanges, one euro is worth 98 cents. The British pound is buying one US dollar 15 cents. The pound's worth one euro 16 cents, which means the euro is trading at 85.92 pence. The Swiss franc is buying one US dollar and one euro 01 cents. Bitcoin, $20,528.31. Ethereum, $1,589.18. And commodities, the price of an ounce of gold, $1,600. $50.49 and a barrel of Brent crude $95.77. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, Search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In football, Tottenham... Tottenham, sorry, I've been taken aback. I've got a question for you afterwards. Uh, Tottenham went through to the Champions League last 16 as Group D winners after scoring in stoppage time. Extra time is that uh, to beat Marseille 2-1 on a dramatic, frantic evening. And Liverpool ended Napoli's flawless Champions League record with a 2-0 victory at Anfield but still had to settle for second place in Group A. In cricket, England's victory over New Zealand on Tuesday should reassert Joss Butler's side as one of the favourites for the men's T20 World Cup again, but don't speak too soon. In tennis, Novak Djokovic got his Paris Masters title defence underway with a straight set victory against the American Maxime Cressy. The former world number one who got a bye into the second round beat Cressy 7-6-7-1-6-4 as he started his bid for a record-extending seventh title. And in Rugby Union, Johnny Sexton says Ireland cannot be considered the world's best team until they've won the Rugby World Cup. Ireland reached the summit of the world ranking following a historic series win against New Zealand in the summer. Uh, but the Ireland captain feels his side must match Saturday's opponent, South Africa, and lift the Webb Ellis Cup to truly earn the number one tag. The coast air is up to 20 miles offshore, the Outmar team and the VAR. The general situation is a depression of 1,023 millibars. Winds are variable, force 1 to 3. The sea is calm with good visibility and the barometric pressure for San Juan Capfra is 1,023 millibars. For North Corsica, winds are variable, force 2 to 4. The sea is calm to moderate with good visibility and the barometric pressure for Cap Course, 1,023 millibars. Riviera Radio. 
What a difference a day makes. Yes, sunny intervals today, moderate breeze. It did absolutely chuck it down yesterday morning. Highs of 20 degrees in Monaco, Nice and Cannes. And then it was beautiful sunshine by the afternoon. Uh, 23 degrees and sunny in Toulon, Navarre. This evening going down to 12 degrees with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday. Heavy rain and showers are forecast for tomorrow. Highs of 14. Sunshine returning on a Friday with highs of 19 degrees. They're warning that tomorrow may be worse than yesterday, i.e. stronger winds and more rain, but it's, uh, it looks like it's going to be another short burst, a short, sharp burst, so maybe uh, be prepared and try and limit any travel, if you can, uh, for tomorrow. Finally, going to the gym in the afternoon or evening could be better for losing weight. Going to the gym in the afternoon or evening could be better for... Well, going to the gym full stop. I don't know about going to the gym. I have tried going to the gym. I, I go for a walk or I go for a run. I, I, don't, I like Pilates, but the gym... I've realised I'm still paying Elliot's gym, aren't I? Yes. <laughs> Elliot, by the way, if you're listening, you owe me a few, a few squid. Anyway, apparently going in the afternoon or evening is better for losing weight than morning workouts, according to recent research. I can hear it now. Mum will be waking him up saying, Elliot, have you left your mother with that gym subscription? Exercising between noon and midnight, sorry, I was found to cut insulin re- resistance, which can lead to weight gain by up to a quarter. So experts say that working out at a time between the afternoon or the evening could therefore help people control their weight gain and reduce their chances of getting type 2 diabetes. You're up to date. The news is available on our website, rivieradio.mc, and you can check out our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio. Uh, that's Oh, it's Elliot. <laughs> I better go. Sorry. Can't hang around. I think I'm in trouble. And don't forget, send me a message. Talk to me. Or would you like to give a shout out? Or tell somebody you love them? Or request a song? Uh, go to the Riviera Radio app and the open mic and send your message to me here in the studio in Monte Carlo. I don't know about working out, but we can work it out. Try to see it my way. Do I have to? styles as it was just coming up to 10 to 8 on the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. Uh, don't forget that today is the Riviera Wellbeing Window on Riviera Radio with Gavin Sharp after 9 o'clock and uh, we're talking about emotionally exhausted. I don't know about you but I certainly am. Are you stressed, burnt out, suffering from chronic fatigue? Well Gavin is here to give us some answers. Today is National Stress Awareness Day and it was created as a time to be aware of the stress and 
UK's world, appreciate its impact and strive to limit the damage it can do. Uh, so Gavin, as I say, will be here live in the studio. He'll be with me just after 8 o'clock uh, to explain exactly what we're going to be talking about. Uh, but your questions between 9 and 10 o'clock this morning for Riviera's wellbeing window, studio at rivieradio.mc. If you have a question that you would like to put to Gavin about feeling emotionally exhausted. This week's property by Dr. Immobilier, the reference in Monaco for more than a hundred years. Magnificent apartment, located on a high floor in the building La Panorama, enjoying an exceptional location and views of the port of Monaco. Completely renovated in 2014, this property is unique by its minimalist decoration using precious wood and bronze. The five-room apartment of 285 square meters consists of an entrance hall opening onto a large living or dining room with access to a beautiful terrace facing the sea, a TV lounge or bedroom with wardrobes and side view of the port, a master bedroom on the facade with cupboards and shower room, a bedroom with cupboards and shower room, a beautifully fully equipped kitchen and a guest toilet, sold with a cellar and double parking. This week's property brought to you by Dotter Immobilier. For more information, go to dotter.mc. That's D-O-T-T-A dot M-C. Traffic and Travel is brought to you by Lutam Car Rental. Beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio, Travel News. Taking a look at the roads, it's busier than it was yesterday, as yesterday was a bank holiday. A slow moving coming into Monaco. Uh, the tunnel is periodically opening and closing there. Slow moving in both directions at 42 Mouja. On the trains, there are lots of delays, and uh, rather long ones, between Nice and Ventimiglia, uh, following uh, the storms yesterday that led to an electricity cut and a tree falling on the track at Ayres. Uh, so major repair, repair work has since been carried out. However, only two out of three trains will be maintained this morning. Uh, so just to check which trains are running, uh, the best thing is to go to the sncf.com website or check on the SNCF TER Sud uh, website. Uh, taking a look at Nice International Airport. I don't think I can do that because I think it's, my screen's gone blank. Uh, no, I can. I can. It's come back again. <laughs> These things are just sent to test you, aren't you? Test and try you on a wonderful Wednesday morning. Uh, nothing to report on the arrivals or the departures so far at Nice International Airport. Traffic and travel brought to you by Lutam. Six agencies on the French Riviera for a pleasant and safe rental experience. Visit lutam.fr. The Press Review is brought to you by BMW Côte d'Azur. Taking a look at the front pages in the UK this morning, the Daily Telegraph says that the NHS is seeking uh, £7 billion more to tackle backlogs. And also on the front page of the Telegraph, a very smiling, happy-looking Hancock wants to be a jungle VIP. On the front page of the Daily Express, <laughs> it takes all sorts, doesn't it? Uh, Daily Express leads with news that former Health Secretary Matt Hancock has been suspended from the Conservative Party after it was revealed that he is to star in I'm a Celebrity. Uh, on the front page, uh, he's also on the front page of all the papers this morning. Poor Hancock's getting a bit of a bashing, isn't he? A Daily Mirror, the man with no shame. Uh, that's how the Daily Mirror describes former Health Secretary Matt Hancock amid calls for him to quit as an MP. 
Now, The Guardian, uh, they're reporting that the government has war-gamed plans to cope with energy blackouts lasting up to seven days. Uh, the Times reports that people have been allowed to join the police despite having convictions for robbery, indecent exposure and domestic abuse. And the front page of The Sun returns to the Hancock story. Uh, the Sun describes former Health Secretary Matt Hancock as a wannabe jungle king as he assures them he hasn't lost his marbles after being suspended from the Tories for joining I'm a Celebrity. I wonder who's going to win, though. And uh, also, it's on the front page of the Daily Star, that story. Uh, the Daily Mail says thousands of police officers they report on the same story from the Times that have criminal records are linked to gangsters or pose a risk to the public. Well, why on earth are they joining the police force? It makes you wonder. Right, let's look at the front of the papers. We've got the BBC News Live from London coming up after the best of the Riviera. In the next hour, it'll be the pop quiz, a woofer of the week. Hank from Barclays will be with us. And come on, get talking on the open mic. Send me a little message. The Press Review, brought to you by BMW Côte d'Azur, Nice Premium Motors, Bayonne Avenue Cannes, BMW Store Monaco and JPV Fréjus. Boost your business with the Business Drive BMW range. Find all the BMW Business Drive offers at your car dealer. If it's as robust as the police force, what hope is there? Weather, sunny intervals, moderate breeze, highs of 20 degrees in Monaco, Nice and Cannes, 23 degrees and sunny in Toulon and the VAR. This evening going down to 12 degrees with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, heavy rain is back, I'm afraid. Uh, showers are forecast for tomorrow, highs of just 14 degrees, so definitely feeling a bit cooler. Uh, sunshine returning on Friday and highs of 19 degrees. The sun rose here in Monaco at 7 minutes past 7 and will set the evening at 19 minutes past five o'clock. Good morning, I hope you're well. You've just joined me listening to the second hour of the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. Coming up, we'll have this morning's entertainment news, Woofer of the Week, the news, sports and weather at 8.30. Henk Potts from Barclays will be joining me with all the latest business news at quarter to nine. And after nine o'clock, it is, of course, the Riviera Wellbeing Window with Gavin Sharp. Morning, Gavin. Good morning, Sarah. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. And you? How are you? You're yeah. stressed? <laughs> no, never. Stressed. Me? Stressed? Quoi? What is it? Don't know. You should see her desk here. She's very stressed. <laughs> I was surprised to see you today. I must admit, I'm, I'm a day behind. I think it was the bank holiday that threw me. So today I woke up, I was convinced it was Tuesday. Don't ask me why. People are usually shocked to see me, but yes, I, I did notice that little look of surprise. Uh, just before we move on to what we're going to be talking about, uh, your event that you had here, uh, it went well? Yes, uh, it went very well. We did the Good Life at the Monte Carlo Bay last month, talking about mental health, and uh, I think it was, uh, it was a huge success people are already asking about next year's event and a huge thank you to you for being our, our our guest our special guest and and moderating the the panel and obviously the one time the technology had to fail was when you were on live but thank you for not getting stressed or at least not showing your stress and um, um, 
Well, it's not the first time, I have to say, but no, it, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Unfortunately, I couldn't stay for the afternoon bit, which I hear was uh, uh, the tantric sex bit. So, uh, <laughs> probably just as well that I made a sharp exit. Anyway, uh, moving on, it's stress and burnout. It is today National Stress Awareness Day. So, what are we going to be talking about after nine o'clock today, Gavin? So, I would like us to talk about um, how stress goes from being something which is healthy um, to when does stress become something that's problematic, which we often call chronic stress. And then there's that word that sort of crept into our vocabulary, particularly since the pandemic, which is when does it become burnout? And what's the difference between I'm very stressed but actually, I've reached the point where now I'm burned out. And I'll just share one, one statistic with you, and then I'm going to leave you with a question. Um, but the statistic, according to the Mental Health Foundation, which did some research in the UK, 75% of people at some point in the last year felt unable to cope. That's quite a staggering statistic, uh, 75% of us. Um, so that's what we want to talk about, uh, helping people define stress and burnout. And then if we are experiencing it, how do we, well, I guess firstly, how do we prevent it? And if we are suffering from chronic stress, what do we do? How do we treat it? And the question I want to leave you with is, according to the research, who gets stressed more, men or women? Ah. Good question. Okay, Gavin Sharp, Riviera Wellbeing Window on uh, Riviera Radio. After nine o'clock, if you have a question that you'd like to put to Gavin, a studio at rivieradio.mc, starting the hour with 21 pilots and stressed out. I wish I found some better sounds no one's ever heard. I wish I had a better voice to sing some better words. I wish I found some chords in an order that is new. I wish I didn't have to rhyme every time I sang. I was told when I get older all my fears would shrink, but now I'm insecure and I care what people think. My name's blurry face and I care what you think. Traffic and travel, brought to you by Monaco-Occasions.com. Taking a look at the trains, as I've been mentioning all morning, due to the disruptions yesterday, Nice to Ventimiglia uh, trains are disrupted this morning with uh, two out of three trains uh, circulating. Uh, to check which trains are running this morning, passengers have been advised to check the SNCF TR Sud uh, website. Taking a look on the region's roads, it's slow moving at both directions, 42 Mougins on the A8 motorway and coming off into Monaco. And uh, taking a look at Nice International Airport on the arrivals uh, so far this morning. Uh, there are no delays to mention, and there's nothing to tell you about on the departures. Traffic and travel brought to you by Monaco-Occasions.com, offering the largest range of prestigious vehicles in Monaco with over 200 available used cars. And now it's time for Woofer of the Week on 106.5 Riviera Radio. Dawn Howard is with me for this week's Woofer of the Week. Tell me, 11-year-old Blackie. Yes, so Sarah, I normally try to be quite upbeat doing Woofer, but this week's one makes me feel sad, to be honest, and that's because he's such an old-timer. He's 11. He's an 11-year-old Labrador cross 
and he's obviously looking for a good retirement basket, which of course will be a shorter responsibility for somebody. Blackie is his name and he is an affectionate dog. He loves his food and he loves going for walks, so those are good things. He would also need a garden, please, as well. He's not great with male dogs, so he couldn't live with one, but females are fine. And he's currently at the SOS Foyer Chien Agé in Saint-Vallier, above grass. And they are open for visits from 2 to 5, Monday to Saturday. There's an email and an, a website address, but I'll give you the phone number for now, which is 0636885731. And hopefully you can arrange to go and meet him for yourself and hopefully he's the one for you. That's 11-year-old Labrador of Blackie and he's on our Facebook page to 106.5 and he is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Dawn, thank you very much. Speak to you next week. My pleasure. Have a good week. Speak to you next week. That was Woofer of the Week. For more details about this week's Woofer, go to the 106.5 Riviera Radio page on Facebook or our website at rivieraradio.mc. Woofer of the Week on 106.5 Woofiera Radio. Nineteen minutes past eight o'clock, time for this morning's pop quiz. We're going all the way back to 1958. It was the year when the top song uh, was At The Hop by Danny and the Juniors. You might have been watching the film South Pacific or High School Confidential. And the most famous person in America was probably Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, hotties in fashion included Bridget Bardot, uh, as well as Doris Day and Diana Dawes. Uh, sex symbols Hollywood hunks was Paul Newman and Elvis Presley. And it was on this year... Uh, that Jerry Lee Lewis, Jerry Lee Lewis, married his 13-year-old uh, second uh, cousin. The question on this day in 1958, I want to know which American singer was at number one on the UK singles chart with which song? The song was the only number one pop single to have been co-written by a US vice president. On this day in 1958, which American male singer was at number one on the UK singles chart with which song? If you think you know the answer, studio at rivieradio.mc or you can always drop me a message on the open mic. Dan Hartman and I Can Dream About You. and I can dream about you or maybe you're all still asleep I haven't had a correct answer I've had a few attempts but not the right answer for this morning's pop quiz uh, the question was on this day in 1958 which American singer was at number one on the UK singles chart with which song and it was an only number one pop single to have been co-written by a US vice president so which American singer at number one in the UK on this day in 1958 with which song studio at Riviera Radio a dot MC. Aunt 
and baby, baby. No, you're all having a... Well, you, some of you think it's Buddy Holly, the answer to this morning's pop quiz, or uh, the Everly Brothers. I'm afraid that's not right. I'm looking for the American uh, singer who was at number one in the UK on this day uh, back in 1958 with which song? He was, in actual fact, an American singer and songwriter, and this was his most successful record. It was a multi-million selling song, and he became the first African-American to reach number one on the Billboard uh, 100, if you think you know, studio at rivieradio.mc. Otherwise, I've won. Because in today's climate, you need the right information from a trusted source, the weather forecast is brought to you by Nice Properties, your real estate partner on the French Riviera. Sunny intervals, moderate breeze, highs of 20 degrees in Monaco, Nice and Cannes, 23 degrees and sunny in Toulon and Navarre. This evening going down to 12 degrees with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, heavy rain to return tomorrow with showers and stronger winds than yesterday. They're saying it's going to be worse than it was yesterday. Highs of 14 degrees, sunshine returning on Friday, highs of 19 degrees. The weather forecast brought to you by Nice Properties. Four agencies from Cannes to Beausoleil and 25 collaborators to help you purchase or sell a quality property on the French Riviera. Visit nice-properties.com. Finally, not a lot of people might know this. I certainly didn't. The water you drink from the tap has been drunk up to 10 times by people before because wastewater is continually passed through one of two different cycles before making a full circle back to your sink. Uh, the water on Earth today is the same water that has been here for nearly 5 billion years, meaning you are also drinking dinosaur urine. Uh, but water flowing in your area is recycled through the same cycling facilities over and over again and mixing between your home and everyone else's. Once you rid your body of the water, it embarks on a journey uh, oh, I'm really sorry if you're having your breakfast, shall I continue? Uh, to the sewage plant where it is purified for direct use or it takes a different path to a natural water body uh, that flows out to the sea before returning back to your home. While humans have been separating waste and water for thousands of years, it was not until the beginning of the 21st century that people perfect the technique that allows for safe uh, drinking water. Uh, you're up to date so my mother always swears that London has the best tap water and you can check out our news at rivieradio.mc or our Facebook page 106.5 Riviera Radio and uh, send me a message through the open mic on the Riviera Radio app TLC and waterfalls
Tutwater TLC Waterfalls on the Full English Breakfast Show 8.42. We'll be speaking to Hank Potts from Barclays in a couple of minutes' time. But we have a winner for the quiz this morning. Uh, you all gave it a shot, but nobody came up with the right answer until Adrian did just a few moments ago before I started reading the news. The question was, on this day in 1958, uh, which American singer was at number one in the UK singles chart with which song? And it's a fascinating story. It certainly is. As Nicholas said, I have to admit, I did look it up. I did mention this. The original music was written by Charles G. Dawes, who became vice president of the US under Calvin Coolidge uh, during the 1920s. Apparently, he died just before seeing his music become a hit song. On top of that, he is also the only Nobel Peace Prize winner with a hit song so far. Uh, so Nicole, Nicola admitted, uh, she's in Cannes, she admitted that she had looked it up, but Adrian uh, came up with the correct answer. First one this morning, it was number one in the UK on this day in 1958, Tommy Edwards, and it's all in the game. Many a deer has to fall But it's all in the game Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm very well, actually. It was Kebab Club last night, which I do with a group of dads from Henry's and Media's school, so I'm feeling uh, the impact of that, but I I'm doing okay. Kebab Club? I've never oh, had a fan. kebab in my life. Oh, you've never, well, you've missed out on one of the world's great treats right there. It's, the one we go to is in London, Taza Kebab House. It's about an hour drive away, which tells you how good it is uh, from where we live in Surrey, but it's absolutely fantastic. Lamb was unbelievable last night. OK, I might have to check that out next time I'm in London back home. Uh, what about the markets, Hank? Uh, European stocks rose for a third straight day. Stock 600 closed up six tenths of one percent. The index actually its highest level since September the 15th. Energy led the way, driven by bumper profits from the sector. Online retailer, maybe call it tech company, Ocado shares jumped 36 percent after signing a major deal with a South Korean retailer. Over on Wall Street, a little bit of mixed economic data coming through from the United States. U.S. manufacturing nearly stagnated in October as orders contracted for the fourth time in five months but there was an unexpected rebound in job openings of course labor market strength is one of the things that the federal reserve has been monitoring in terms of that rate hiking cycle i think investors perhaps a little bit nervous ahead of today's interest rate decision so we did see early gains lost and the s p 500 closed down four tenths one percent NASDAQ was down nine tenths of one percent. But we are still looking at positive start on the European bourses this morning. Currently calling the stocks 50 up 23 points. FTSE 100 up 20 points. DAX over in Frankfurt up 89 points. And the Federal Reserve interest rate decision. Yeah, as I was just talking about, the Federal Reserve will deliver their latest interest rate decision today. The expectation is, of course, given the fact that we've seen the elevated levels of inflation, strong labour markets will be getting another 75 basis point increase. Consumer price growth in September remained robust at 8.2%. There's been, I think, signs that inflationary pressures are becoming more broad-based and embedded. Core CPI hit a 40-year high of 6.6% in September. Despite the fact that inflation 
inflation moderation has probably been at a slower pace than we would have anticipated. We still think price pressures will ease over the course of next year, driven by broad-based slowing of demand, high inventory accumulation and an easing of supply chains. So we expect CPI to be down at 6.8% in December this year before gliding down to 2.5% as you look out to next year. And that, I think, will encourage the Federal Reserve to try and bring this rate-hiking cycle to a close. Beyond the 75 basis points today, we think we will see another 75 basis point increase at the December meeting. That will make it five consecutive three-quarter point increases. Then as we look to 2023... We'd expect the FOMC to ease the pace with a final 50 basis point hike in February as risks between inflation and growth begin to level out. That's just the terminal point for Fed funds rate for this cycle will be five to five and a quarter percent in the first quarter of next year. And UK house prices are under pressure at the moment. Yeah, we haven't said that for a while. UK house prices fell the most since the start of the pandemic in October as political market turmoil sent a shockwave through the property market. The average value of a home dropped nine-tenths of one percent, just above £268,000. Buyers, as we know, have become more cautious due to elevated prices and higher mortgage interest rates. Bank of England figures show mortgage approvals slumped by 10% in September. I think whilst we'd expect home price growth to ease over the course of next year, we do not expect an aggressive contraction in home values. The impact of rising mortgage rates will take some time to filter through. Since 2018, for example, 90% of property purchases have been through fixed rate mortgages. The Bank of England has put in a more stringent stress test on borrowers to make sure that they can cope with the higher interest rate environment that's been in place actually since 2014. Alongside that, labour markets still remain very strong in the UK, so people's ability to pay their mortgages still looks pretty good to us. We should remember the UK housing market continues to be underpinned by a supply and demand imbalance. The weaker sterling also makes the UK property market attractive to international investors. So I think house price appreciation slowing quite dramatically, but as I say, don't expect a big fall in terms of how prices beyond that and foreign exchanges please hank pound against dollar coming in at 115 euro dollar coming in at 0.99 this morning you're gonna get one euro 16 and a half cents for your british pound and you're not off to join i'm a celebrity get me out of here I was asked. Uh, they <laughs> thought I would be a useful addition to the process, and Mrs. Potts has been hoping that I would do it. But uh, I'll leave it to uh, former ministers of state to uh, lead the way in that regard. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a strange decision, but um, we'll wait to see whether he lives to regret it or not. He has had a few moments on camera over the course of the past year or so, so uh, perhaps he's used to the spotlight. We'll wait and see. Hank Potts from Barclays, thank you. Speak to you tomorrow, same time. Absolutely. Have, Have a good day. You too. Bye. Barclays Private Bank has been in Monaco for 100 years. Since we opened our doors here in 1922, we have enabled our clients to invest in tomorrow and to influence it, drawing on experience, insights and ideas to help them create the world they want to make possible. And we're only just getting started. 100 years in Monaco, 100 years young.
Webb and her latest Ghost of You on Riviera Radio. It's just gone uh, five to nine. And uh, morning to Ines, who says, I'm trying to send a message. I can't get it through. It's very simple. All you have to do is download the app, which is free, and you go onto the open mic bit, which is in the menu part, and you record your message and you press send. Your message can't be any longer than 30 seconds. It will cut you off, as it did with Stuart yesterday. But p- please feel free uh, to download the app, record your message on the open mic and send it through to me and I'll play it on air. And somebody who has this morning uh, got the hang of it, I'll leave it to them. Hello, Sarah. I just wanted to make a song request for someone who's recovering from surgery on Monday uh, for Francois Ua and husband Bernard and Clement and Celine. I think on this International Stress Awareness Day, I can't think of anything more stressful to deal with than illness. Nothing's more important than our health, including our mental health. So could you play, please, I'm Still Standing by Open Jump. intervals, moderate breeze, highs of 20 degrees in Monaco, Nice and Cannes, 23 degrees and sunny in Toulon and the VAR. This evening going down to 12 degrees with clear skies. The Aleph tomorrow and Friday, heavy rain and showers are to return tomorrow. Highs of 14 degrees. Sunshine returning on Friday with highs of 19 degrees. morning. It's just gone eight minutes past nine o'clock. You're listening to the last hour of the Full English Breakfast Show and it's the Riviera Wellbeing Window. We're talking stress and burnout, marking National Stress Awareness Day. Uh, Gavin Sharp is here with me live in the studio. If you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin about uh, feeling stressed or feeling about you're going to have a burnout or you're in the midst of a burnout, a studio at rivieradio.mc. We'll try and let you chill before that with Bob Marley and don't worry about a thing. Travel brought to you by Monaco-Occasions.com. Taking a look at the roads, it's still slow moving coming off the A8 motorway into Monaco, although it's eased at exit 42 Mouja. Uh, the trains, your best to check if you are travelling by train today, uh, following the disruptions from yesterday's bad weather. Uh, they're saying that uh, only two out of the three trains between Nice and Ventimiglia are circulating, so you want to check on the SNCF website. Uh, taking a look at Nice International Airport on the arrivals, the 9.55 from Frankfurt uh, will be landing 35 minutes later at 10.30, which means that on the departures, uh, the 10.35 leaving Nice for Frankfurt is running 10 minutes late and won't be leaving till quarter to 11. 
traffic and travel. Brought to you by Monaco-Occasions.com. Offering the largest range of prestigious vehicles in Monaco with over 200 available used cars. minutes past nine o'clock and it's time for the Riviera Wellbeing Window. Morning to Gavin Sharp from Riviera Wellbeing who's with me. Gavin. Yes, good it's morning. All about, it's all about stress and burnout. <laughs> uh, so, well, well, we have got a few questions that have come in from listeners, but if you do have a question to put to Gavin, you've still got time, studio at rivieradio.mc. Uh, to begin with, let's face it, we've had a pandemic, Brexit, uh, Trump, a cost of living <laughs> crisis, climate change, and Aren't we all a bit stressed and burned out? God, what side of the bed did you get out of this morning? <laughs> um, as if we needed reminding. Um, I think we are um, stressed and we'll talk a little bit about burnout, but probably more of us are stressed and burned out because there are so many external stressors at the moment in our um, geopolitical environment that that will have an impact on us. Um, and, you know, this is a really huge topic, not just for mental health reasons, but also um, when you look at the impact that stress has on the economy. So 60% of absenteeism at work, according to the American Psychological Association, 60% of it is due to stress. And they estimate that burnout costs the, U- um, the U.S. economy between 150 to 350 billion dollars annually. So when we do talk about things like Brexit and Trump and cost of living and the impact it's having on us, the impact is not just on ourselves individually, but on us collectively, globally. Yeah, well, those figures are quite well surprising, yes and no. But before we move on to, to that, how would you define stress? And, and is it always a bad thing to be stressed? No, stress can be, stress can be good. So we often talk about good stress and bad stress. Good stress, which we define as something called eustress, um, good stress is something which will motivate me. It energizes me to complete a task. It's the, you know, um, you've seen me before the radio show. I'm sitting there, I'm looking at my papers. It's kind of good stress. I'm looking forward to going on uh, the radio and I'm aware that I want to be prepared. So it's good stress. Um, And I'm able to um, uh, stretch myself or any kind of new experiences can be good stress. But what we're focusing on today is um, bad stress. So The definition, and there isn't really a universal definition of stress, but stress is our body's response to everyday stresses, to everyday events. And usually there's a beginning and a middle and an end. Something stresses me out, I deal with it, and then I recover from it, often because the event has gone away. So let's give an example. Let's say that you're a radio DJ and your name is Sarah, just hypothetical, and you think it's Tuesday, so you don't know that Gavin Sharp is coming into the studio. So there would possibly be that short, um, short-term short response in your body to the event, and that activates what we call 
the stress response. So you might have got a bit, heartbeat might have gone a bit faster, bit of adrenaline, oh God, what we're talking about today. And then within a few minutes, it's done and it's over. When that stressor actually starts to overwhelm us, then we're talking about the stress that we really associate with, which is that lingering stress. And that's what has a profound impact on us mentally, physically, and emotionally. And you think, very very well said, actually. I mean, you just explained my last 20 <laughs> minutes here in the studio. Uh, but do you think being stressed, as you, you just said, do you think it's also because we've lost contact with maybe our, our inner selves and being able to control it and say, okay, well, how, you know, put it in prioritise why we're feeling stressed and maybe go back to just making it in the position it should be and not kind of over-dramatising it. Do you think that has I an think effect? There is a, yes, I think there is a tendency that we over-dramatise it. And so part of which we'll talk about, I know, later in the programme, which is, well, how do I bring myself back? Because in the moment, this event, you know, not the one that we're talking about, but this event feels like it's overwhelming me. I'm starting to feel more anxious, more irritable, um, and I might start to get a headache or a stomachache. So how can I ground myself? Because in that moment, what you're capturing is exactly what it feels like. I feel overwhelmed mm. by my res the resources that I have available to cope with this event. Okay, we have a question from a listener. Hi, Sarah and Gavin. How would I know if my wife is burned out? As she says, she thrives on the long hours and the thrill of her career, and yet she is constantly working and stressed out. What do I need to watch out for? How can I help her understand if I see that she is burning out? Uh, many questions I know, but have, do you have any answers, Gavin? Well, well, we'll we'll talk about burnout shortly, but there are certain things in the work context that will contribute to us being more stressed and and it is difficult because sometimes we're in denial and we tell ourselves well i love it i love the chase and this is what motivates me so i would ask her to reflect on um the difference i think between thriving on stress and moving towards chronic stress or burnout is when we start to feel that there's a lack of control over our work um, there's a lack of recognition in the workplace. We start to find the work less challenging. Um, we're starting to find the pressure overwhelming. Those are the signs that I'm moving from, this isn't just something which I'm thriving on, and the, the th I think you said like the thrill, but I'm actually starting to move towards, these are some of the red flags, I don't feel in control, I've got to work longer hours, nobody's noticing me, I can't really be bothered. Once I'm moving into that arena, I'm moving towards burnout. Okay, and burnouts have always existed in society, or is it something? Is it is it a new, new I, thing? I, I think it's always existed. I'm not sure necessarily we might have called it that, um, but uh, yes, it's always existed. Which is that point where we just become depleted and completely drained. Uh, so yes, it's always existed. And we often hear about people having heart attacks or similar uh, due to stress. What's the link between stress and your physical health? So really important question. And if 
you know, if listeners take nothing else away from the show today, apart from all the fun and the music and everything else, but from our hour, it's the link between stress and physical health. So it is the two go hands in hand because stress is my body's response. And what we don't realize, you know, someone said to me recently, and I'm sorry if people are having breakfast, but I've got really bad diarrhea and I can't get rid of it. And so I sort of asked, what, what's going on in your life at the moment? Because as always with anything medical, go see the doctor, check that out. Often the doctor says, no, done the blood tests, there's nothing wrong. And very often when we start to look at things that are happening in our body, di diarrhea, diabetes, sexual dysfunction, these are stress related. So if I break it down, let's almost go back to the definition. So something happens, there's an event, the event is stressful. What happens is my brain will send signal to my adrenal glands and says, Gavin, something really stressful is going on. So I'm going to release all these hormones that are going to enable you to have all the energy and the resources you need to fight the stress. And those hormones are what we call uh, cortisol, adrenaline and noradrenaline. And those hormones are fantastic. And they do things like they raise, they, they raise my blood pressure. They release glucose to my muscles. So, you know, sometimes someone will say it was such a stressful event and I don't know how I got through it or I didn't feel any pain at the time. That's because those hormones, I've got my body fighting the stressful event. Here's the problem. Sometimes our body doesn't know that the stressful event is over and those hormones cause havoc. So, for example, um, I mentioned that the body will release glucose, the liver will release glucose. Um, but if it keeps releasing the glucose, eventually I'm at risk for diabetes. Um, stress changes my gut bacteria. So it's going to affect how quickly food moves through my body. So I might be constipated, bloated. The diarrhea. I'm going to leave diarrhea behind now because it's breakfast. Um, so um, my muscles may stay tense. I may get chronic muscle pain because, again, those hormones have tightened my muscles. That's why I don't feel so much pain. They've energized me. But actually, my body needs to know that the stressful event is over. And the heart attack point, you know, cardiovascular disease is so linked to stress because what the stress response does is it fires all of these um, the the blood to to go through my veins much faster. That's great in the short term, but it's not great if it keeps going on like a fire hose. So, long-winded answer to the question, and it's a bit dry, but there is a direct correlation between stress and physical health. Okay, another question from a listener. Uh, hi, Sarah and Gavin. At the cost of being controversial, mm. how can you not be stressed in Monaco, where everybody is thinner than you, more beautiful, with more money, better holidays, better clothes? It's hard to keep up. Any suggestions on how to manage this? Move to Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Didn't I say that? <laughs> no one's got any money. We're all drunks. <laughs> we have a good time. Thank God. I think that is 
for me, that might be the difference between stress and anxiety. Um, and it might be more sort of kind of low self-esteem um, because it is difficult living in Monaco because, absolutely right, that everyone's got a bigger car or you've got you've got a nice car and Fred next door's got a boat. And I think I've said this on the show before, um, the Eleanor Roosevelt quote that comparison is the thief of joy. And I think it's about what we have to do is work on ourselves that... I'm comfortable with me being the way I am uh, and um, so I'm going to work on my self-esteem and my self-compassion uh, and um, not allow those things to cause me the same amount of anxiety. So you just take, you stop comparing yourself and take a step back maybe from thinking that everyone's thinner or more beautiful. It comes back to what we have covered before, haven't we, about your self-esteem and, uh, and being confident so. enough. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd love to have a six-pack, but I haven't got one. And if I, <laughs> if I walk through the, you know, the street every day and I look at the people with fit bodies, um, I can admire them and I can say, well, wouldn't it be great if I had that body? But I've got to get comfortable with I'm okay in my own skin. And, and that takes, you know, a lot of work and it's mm. tough for all of us. And it can be anywhere. I mean, okay, maybe I don't live in Monaco, I wouldn't know, but it, you do get it everywhere, don't you? Of course you do, yeah, yeah. comparing yourself. Another question from a listener just before the news, sport and weather. Uh, how can you not have a burnout culture in the corporate capitalistic world which puts profits ahead of people? It's a toxic environment and I feel sorry for people stuck on the corporate ladder. That person used to be me, by the way, but I got out. Well, I think it's. I think you raise a very interesting point, and I was reading an article recently, thinking about today's show by Ariana. I think it's Ariana Huffington who has this really interesting organisation called Thrive Global, who, you know, has made it her mission to how can the corporate world reinvent itself so that we don't give a badge of honour to people who work long hours, so that we don't reward success as being a what we used to call back in the 90s you know having the jacket on the back of your chair mentality just to show that you're working long hours so i think it's difficult and i think it's the responsibility of leaders and companies to have well-being plans um and leaders of companies they need to engage with their employees so that you need to be asking your staff, you know, do you find your work challenging? Have you got too much work? Is it too much pressure? So I think we're starting to see some shifts. I think companies are embracing, and if something good to come out the pandemic, I think we are seeing more awareness of stress and burnout. And I think it was the Stanford economists, uh, I can't remember his name now, okay, Paul Romer, who said, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. So can we make sense of what we've just gone through and companies especially reevaluate what you prioritize and value? Gavin Sharp from Riviera Wellbeing is with us. It's the Wellbeing window on uh, Riviera Radio. Uh, we're talking about stress and burnout, marking National Stress Awareness Day. Uh, you can put your question to Gavin uh, by sending it to studio at rivieradio.mc. CMB Monaco Banking Ahead is the podcast dedicated to those interested in the world of banking and finance. Learn from the best experts from one of Monaco's leading private banks. You can listen to the new episode next Tuesday at 7.46 a.m., 
9.26 a.m. and at 6.46 p.m. Find the previous episodes in the latest news section of cmb.mc. Don't miss the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show, brought to you by Air France of the largest networks in the world. Tune in every weekday morning from 7 to 10 for news, music and fun on the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show with Air France. France is in the air. La France est dans l'air. Infomaniac propose désormais aux entreprises la K-Suite. Email, calendrier, documents partagés, discussions en ligne, échange de données sensibles. Vos équipes peuvent désormais collaborer efficacement grâce à la nouvelle suite de logiciels d'Infomaniac. Une solution professionnelle 100% développée et hébergée au cœur de l'Europe. K-Suite, la solution collaborative éthique. Plus d'informations sur infomaniac.com. The Business Association Monaco Economic Board, MEB, supports companies in Monaco as they develop and grow. By joining the 500 member companies of all sizes and sectors, you can be part of all the different operations, conferences and tailored events and have access to MEB's many and varied networks in Monaco and abroad. Now is the time to join the Monaco Economic Board. Find out more at meb.mc. Throughout the school holidays, enjoy low prices with the Tribu offer at the Oceanographic Museum of Monaco. And just like me, become a young reporter with a Pearl of Mission exhibition. There's so much to discover. See you at the Oceanographic Museum of Monaco. Find out more at oceano.org. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio, with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 9.30. I'm Sarah Lysa reporting. France's health minister has announced that since the beginning of October, 31 children have been transported out of the Ile-de-France due to the saturation of paediatric services in hospitals in Paris. According to the regional health agency, the Ile-de-France region has been hit by an epidemic of bronchiolitis since October the 3rd, which has made the situation worse. A meeting is scheduled today between the health minister and paediatric professionals. It was just last week that more than 4,000 caregivers signed an open letter to the President of the Republic to denounce the saturation of hospital paediatric services, a warning that hospital services are overflowing. In other news, more than 2,600 homes in Beausoleil and La Terbie have been without electricity following an incident on the network in Beausoleil. According to the operator, Enedis, technicians were quick to intervene and everything was back to normal by the afternoon on Tuesday. Uh, meanwhile, on Facebook, the city of La Terbie attributed the incident to lightning which had hit the Beausoleil transformer following the bad weather on Tuesday morning. Meanwhile, another power cut caused by the bad weather on Tuesday saw train traffic interrupted between Nice and Ventimiglia. Major repair work has since been carried out. However, only two out of three trains will be maintained this morning. Uh, to know which trains will be running, passengers have been advised to check on the SNCF TER Sud website. It was on Tuesday that the storm Claudio caused disruption on the region's roads with parts of the promenade in Nice and the A8 motorway flooding and a woman was rescued after being swept away by floodwaters. Local reports said that the woman was carried at about two kilometres after falling into the Payon River near the Palais des Expositions and finally being rescued by emergency services near the beach. 
Metro France has warned of further heavy rain and bad weather tomorrow as Storm Denise approaches France via the Vendée, crossing two-thirds of the country, including the VAR and the Alpes-Maritimes. And according, they're saying that the strong winds and heavy showers uh, will be hitting the region tomorrow evening. The town of Plan de la Tour in the VAR has launched a series of measures to prevent waste and cigarette butts from ending up in the Mediterranean. And after installing two waste sensor nets, they are now involving members of the public. Inhabitants have been invited to take part in a slogan competition. The idea is that the winning slogan will be placed near sewer outlets to make passers-by aware of respecting the environment. Finally, October, October rather, was the warmest month on record in France, beating the previous record set in 2001. Meteo France said that the average temperature was 17.2 degrees, which is 3.5 degrees above normal. It said that October was the ninth consecutive month in which temperatures were above normal. Riviera Radio Business News, brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, Elon Musk has said Twitter will charge $8 monthly to Twitter users who want a blue tick by their name, indicating a verified account as part of changes after a $44 billion takeover of the social media site. Mr. Musk said it was essential to defeat spam. A blue tick mark next to the username, normally for high-profile figures, is currently free. However, critics say that the move could make it harder to identify reliable resources. An online furniture retailer, Made.com, has moved a step closer towards administration after the company's shares were suspended on Tuesday. The retailer aims to fulfil orders it has already received but is not offering refunds at this stage. Made.com was set up in 2011 to offer affordable yet high-end furniture online and once said it wanted to be the new IKEA. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In football, Tottenham went through to the Champions League last 16 as Group D winners after scoring in extra time to beat Marseille 2-1. And Liverpool ended Napoli's flawless Champions League record with a 2-0 victory at home at Anfield, but still had to settle for second place in Group A. In cricket, England's victory over New Zealand on Tuesday should reassert Joss Butler's side as one of the favourites for the men's T20 World Cup. In tennis, Novak Djokovic got his par- Masters title defence underway with a straight set victory against American Maxime Cressy and in rugby union Johnny Sexton says Ireland cannot be considered the world's best team until they have won the Rugby World Cup This is Riviera Radio 
Keeping you up to date on all that's happening along the Côte d'Azur with the Riviera Radio What's On Guide. Club Viva Nova are holding their gala kickoff gourmet cocktail and networking party at the amazing Nobu Monte Carlo on Friday the 11th of November at 6.30pm. Nobu Fairmont Monte Carlo is hailed as the sexiest restaurant in the world. There'll be premium cocktails, Nobu Bites and networking. The event is limited to 50 attendees. You can also stay after the cocktail and take advantage of the Nobu Omakaze signature dinner menu. You can find full details and book online on clubvivanova.com. There's an exhibition of photographs by photographer Vincent Mounier at the Musée de la Photographie Charles Neg in Nice. It's called The Three Poles and features photographs of the Arctic and Antarctic. For more than 20 years, the photographer has travelled the wildest landscapes to bring back incredible images of life in the hearts of these deserts of ice and rock. The exhibition is on until the 15th of January at the museum, which you can find on the Place Pierre Gautier near the Corsolea in Nice. If you're a jazz fan, there's a concert coming up later this week in Monton that might be of interest. Ben Prichy A. Ami will be playing at St. John's Church Library this Friday the 4th of November at 6.30pm. Tickets are 10 euros and can be bought online or on the door on the evening at the Church Library, which you'll find at 31 Avenue Carnot in Monton. More details on the Monton English Library Facebook page. And you can find details of all those events and many more in the What's On section of our website, rivieradio.mc. And if you're organising an event you'd like to be featured in the guide, just send an email to the usual address, wog at rivieraradio.mc. This is Riviera Radio, with the latest English and international job opportunities available right now on the Riviera Radio job line. Paul Camille Rayon and Golf Chouin is looking for a bilingual secretary, French-English. Full-time job, immediate start, basic salary €1,800 per month, bonus payment 13th month, lunch and vouchers, 100% mutual insurance. Experience in secretarial work in general or in yachting will be much appreciated. If interested, please send your CV to port at portcamireon.net. And full details are also available on our website, Riviera Radio. Radio.mc. And to place an advert in Jobline, please contact 00377 Just coming up to 20 to 10, uh, we're talking about being stressed out. Are you burnt out? Marking National Stress Awareness Day. It is the well-being window on Riviera Radio with Riviera Wellbeing and Gavin Sharp. Gavin, we're going to have to move on quite quickly because we've had quite a few questions in and we've only got about 20 minutes we've left. We've got lots of stressed out people, OK. <laughs> so, uh, hi, Sarah and Gavin. I would actually like to know what makes you both stressed and how do you cope with it? What do you do? Do you want to go first? <laughs> uh, questions on the radio that I'm not expecting that stresses me out um, what stresses me out I think like everyone else when I feel that things aren't in my control which of course 
you know, when we all step back, there are very few things in life that we can control, but we like to think we can. So, uh, you know, when the said dog, as you know, he did yesterday evening, decides to pee on the floor, uh, that stresses me out. I wasn't expecting it. Um, but on a more serious note, I think for me, you know, we talk about completing the stress cycle. Um, and Emily Nagoski has written a lovely book on, on stress. And she says that she sort of implies we've got to get out of our head. And I have to get out of my head when I'm stressed. And what she says is that we all want to believe that we're rational human beings. And on occasion, we feel. And she said, but that's not true. We're emotional beings who on occasion think. So we need to connect with the emotion because it's the emotion that's got stuck. So things, for example, like physical exercise. Um, I heard you talk about this morning about the gym. You know, I don't really like the gym, but I will try and go three or four times a week to the gym because I know that I will respond better. I will be less easily overwhelmed. Um, breathing is if there's, again, a fundamental exercise that we can all do is a very simple breathing exercise. So I've probably mentioned it on air before, they call it the 478. And you breathe in for four seconds, you hold it for about six or seven, and you exhale for eight. And if you do that for about two or three minutes, you will calm your whole nervous system. So for me, it's probably coming out of my head, physical exercise, breathing. And going back to Emily's book, she talks about affection. And I don't know how they research this, but here's the research. A warm hug for 20 seconds will give you the same oxytocin boost as jogging for a couple of miles. Mm. So go hug someone. Okay. That's me. That's my, that's my stuff. Okay. Um, what stresses me out? Yeah, well, so, like you say, I think there are plenty of things that probably stress us out on a day-to-day uh, basis. I do try and always tell myself that every problem has a solution mm -hmm. and be grateful for what you have. So the minute I do feel myself, whether it's a work situation, I will step back and say, well, there's always a solution. And in a kind of twisted way, I quite like that adrenaline of finding a solution to something. Yeah. Um, on a day-to-day -day basis, something that really stress Parking tickets, administration, uh, <laughs> procrastinating yes. really stresses me out. I will wake up at night going, I should have done that. Uh, and it's mainly admin workers here in France. It's not easy to do. Um, yeah. What will I do to solve it? Um, I think I go and help somebody else because then it puts my stress out the way. <laughs> and that's one of the proven, you know, that's one of the recommendations. Connect with other people, help someone else. That positive social interaction with someone else um, will help your body relax. Mm. So, and I like what you were saying about just grabbing the negative self-talk. It's okay. There will be a solution to it. So all of that is we're just, we're slowing ourselves down either through the breathing, through the hug. Um, it could be laughter, the connection. Those are all wonderful things that will help us complete the stress cycle because Sometimes what we, it's not the stressful event that actually causes the problem, it's our response to it. And sometimes we haven't had time to respond. Mm. So let's say I'm parking my car and someone shouts at me and I'm not going to shout back because I don't want to have a fight or, and I just walk away, but I might still be stuck with the anger. Mm. So that's what the going to the gym or the breathing will do. I don't want the emotions stuck. Stress is when the the 
um, the emotion has got stuck in my body and I need to let it out. Or maybe when you meet up with other people and you laugh about the situation, the laughter kind of releases Absolutely. the stress. Completely, yeah, yes. That can work. Yeah, well, it's helping somebody else or helping myself to a larger GNT. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so moving on to another question from who is this from? Uh, hi, Gavin and Sarah. You said we are all burned out, or the vast majority. Is this related to why there is a mass exodus of people quitting their jobs? Uh, P.S. Sarah, please don't quit. You are the only sane thing left in this insane world. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's really worrying. <laughs> That's just stressed me out. Yeah, no mention of me there helping the uh, sanity. Um, what was it? Um, we all burned out. Um, is that uh, oh, does the, that explain people quitting their jobs? That's why. Yes, it seems I, I, wave I think, of I think it probably that. does. There's this sort of I don't know how many is people. How I many millions of people allegedly quit their jobs um, after both during and after the pandemic? Um, let's just define burnout. So we, we've spoken about stress i think it will help answer the question we've spoken about good stress and bad stress when it lingers it becomes chronic stress so the anxiety the depression um the brain fog the the muscle tension stomach stuff and then since about kind of the late 1970s we've got this definition from um wonderfully named herbert freudenberger who first spoke about work burnout who said it's it's this combination of emotional exhaustion, what he called depersonalization, which is basically, I don't really care anymore, and a decreased sense of accomplishment. So in the work context, what that really means is I'm worn out, I hate my job, and I feel less capable. So those things have come together, and anyone who feels overworked and undervalued is at high risk of burnout. And what we now know, and that's why many people therefore have quit their jobs, I was talking about the gender difference, which I want to come on to mm -hmm. just before the, um, after the eight o'clock um, news. What we now know is that burnout isn't just work-related. There is parental burnout. I don't know how many parents, as soon as I say that, I probably sat at home nodding furiously, that it's just, I can't manage everything. And very often, women don't have the same support. If it's the traditional heterosexual relationship and husband's the breadwinner at work, then very often it's the women who are having to take up the burden of the responsibility. Think about the pandemic and how that affected women far more than, um, than men. Um, we can have caregiver burnout. How many nurses in the NHS and doctors and therapists who, from a good place, we wanted to give, and then it got to the point where actually it's the tank is empty. I can't mm. do it anymore. That's burnout. That's the difference between chronic stress and burnout. I just, I don't care. I don't think I've got anything left to give. Um, and going back to the, the, the statistic from, from, the, from the beginning about, you know, is it men or women? Uh, it's more women who say they or report being stressed, so more likely to be women than men. It was something like 28% to 20%. This is uh, research done by BetterHelp. Um, report having greater stress. Now, it could be that women are better at reporting it. Um, but it does kind of make sense because women often do take on that caregiver role. Um, 
And I'm just going to say one thing, because as soon as I put the question, I had an email to say, your question was about men and women, but what about transgender people? Mm. Um, and I don't have that much uh, statistics. But let me just say this. What I do know from my work is that transgender people have a higher level of heart disease um, than the non-transgender people. That's from the American Heart Association. So... That just gives you a clue going back to the, the connection with our body. We're actually saying that a certain type of person is more likely to have heart disease because of the greater level of stress. Mm. That's a very long-winded answer to a short question, but and now I can't remember what the question was, but... Well, yeah, no, it was, it was touching. It was just saying exactly, saying, like, did that explain uh, the burnout and is that right, why yeah, people yeah. are leaving jobs? And you mentioned... Uh, I could have just said yes, but yeah. <laughs> you mentioned about uh, uh, doctors and nurses. That's, a, that's another point. Going back to prioritising your stress. Now, for example, I can imagine, and I have my utmost admiration for people that are doctors and nurses because without them where would we be mm -hmm. and I certainly wouldn't be able to do it and I do think I kind of completely understand them saying to me that they're stressed out and and all of that and I kind of think well they have the right to do that you know I, I mean I love my job I try and do a good job but uh, I mean radio isn't brain surgery is it let's face it uh, do you think that if you can prioritize that in your what you're doing in the corporate world, as the, as the listener just said about everybody leaving their jobs, do you think you can maybe ease the pressure from being in the corporate world and on the corporate ladder? I think we want to do work that's more... It's important that we all do work that's meaningful. And yes, we need to be able to um, look at our workload and say, is it manageable or not manageable? But I do want to pick you up on what you said about, well, radio presenting isn't, um, uh, isn't brain surgery and nor's being a therapist. Mm. But if you feel overworked and undervalued, um, and that's consistent, and that's chronic, and the same as if I experience it, you're going to get the same burner as the doctor or nurse. So I, so I don't think we can compare. Oh, you can't you can't do that. You can't prioritize. You can't in managing your stress, you can't kind of ease it by saying, "Hold on a minute." Oh, because you said earlier on not to compare yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. So, okay. you know, I, okay. I don't think you I can you. say, well, it's, you know, I, I shouldn't, because what we do is we minimise our pain. I shouldn't be stressed because I'm not flying a jumbo jet. I'm not doing open heart surgery mm. and look at those poor doctors and nurses. No, I'm just looking at my in-tray. And if I feel I can't cope, then I'm at risk of burnout. Yeah, but that's me, myself, and I. Absolutely. So but that's not always a good thing, Gavin. Well, but, but it's about your capacity to manage your internal resources to be able to manage what's happening in your life. Okay. And oh. you deserve the same... <laughs> you deserve to have the same break and happiness as the next person. Yeah. See me okay. afterwards. See me afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, another question from a listener saying, uh, going back, we just touched on it, to Gavin's initial question, is there a gender difference for burnout? Do more women experience it? If so, why? Uh, she goes on to say, my grandmother raised six children, cooked separate breakfasts, and had one toilet in the house, or Lou, if you're a royal. I don't remember her generation talking about burnout. Um... I just stuck with the one toilet. That's just... Um, it's yeah. loo. Royalty. Loo. They yes. say loo. I loo. added that bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's never a toilet. It's a loo. It's a loo. Uh, I, I, probably, as you said before, I think there was a different 
use of the terminology. I think it always existed. Someone asked me last week, I was doing an event and said, is this what we used to call nervous breakdown? Mm. Yeah, possibly. So I think we've just got different labels for it. And I think it was probably really, really tough for grandmother who was probably overworked and may, may or may not have been undervalued. If she felt valued, then less likely to get, um, to get burnout. But yes, I think there is a gender difference for the same reasons that just mentioned in terms of stress. There's often a lack of support. More women are quitting the workforce. Um, women often don't get enough sleep, particularly if they're the ones getting up for the kids. They take on too much responsibility. So yes, I think there is a, I, I don't have stats for it, but I think there probably is a gender difference. Okay, well, this ties up nicely as we've only got a few minutes uh, left. Uh, thank you so much for another great show. Uh, but can you just tell us, you've defined burnout and being stressed out. So what can I do? So I guess two things. I guess there's about prevention and what to do if I've got it. Prevention is look out for the red flags because burnout doesn't happen overnight. It builds up. So if we think about how we started the show, it's physical, emotional, and behavioral. So physical, if I'm not sleeping well, if I keep getting colds, uh, stomach aches, the upset stomach, the bloatedness. Um, emotionally, if I'm starting to feel detached, I'm less interested in my friendship circle, doubting myself more, I'm losing motivation. Behavioral, I'm starting to skip work. I'm, you said about the GNT. One GNT, great, but if you're doing t knocking off 10 GNTs a night, uh, procrastinating, those are the red flags that I need to do some of the things that you and I were just mm. talking about. Breathing, physical exercise, um, I need to hug people, get out. If I've reached the point where I'm now burned out, uh, then uh, what I need to be able to do is I'm going to have to make some changes in my life. I probably can't maintain the same schedule uh, and it's just going to take longer. It's, there's no magic wand, but those things that we've been speaking about, that's the stuff that I'm really going to have to focus on. I might have to also change my, um, I might have to change my diet um, because uh, of the, the immune system, the digestion problems I was talking about. So I might cut out the fatty foods, reduce the sugar, reframe the negative thoughts that you were talking about. So I'm t trying to help my body that doesn't know that the stressor has gone. I'm trying to help my body recover. Okay, thank you. It's a bit overwhelming, isn't it? I'm just stressed. <laughs> just, you're looking very stressed there, Sarah. <laughs> well, I just, I don't know. Now I'm going back to the... Do you want a 20-second hug? Yeah. <laughs> me, myself and I. <laughs> no, because I guess just on that last listeners, and it does come up quite often on topics that we do, people say, oh, before, you know, uh, people just got on with it and yeah. didn't make... And obviously there's a lot that, that, you know, happened before but maybe wasn't talked about. But I can't help feeling... Uh, similarly to some of the listeners' yeah. comments that we have, that maybe before, because we weren't just centred on ourselves so much, that we were maybe able to deal with things better because life is about interaction. I mean, look at COVID. The awful thing about it, of course, was primarily losing loved ones, but it was like losing that interaction with other people. And surely as human beings, that's what we're about. And whether you're burnt out or menopausal or stressed or this or that, it's the interaction with others that is going to make it a little better. 
I think we're saying the same thing. I think the interaction with others is a great solution to being stressed or burned out. But I think that your, your problem with the me, myself and I, and should we just get on with it, that's the inner voice that we've kind of brought out that society told mm. us that parents, which is that sort of, oh, come on, don't make a fuss. It's not that bad. It's just, you know, it's whatever. You didn't remember the day of the week or just you know, get on with it. And that inner voice is so detrimental to our well-being because what you're doing is telling your body you're not really experiencing the anxiety. You're not really experiencing the sadness or the fear. So your mind is trying to override the body mm. rather than just saying, sure, in the scheme of things, there are far, far worse things happening in the world at the moment. But yeah, but it's more that solid, like, have we not placed, replaced that by looking at our phones all day and looking at our, like, somebody might sit down and say, oh, I'm really stressed out, but they might get up and walk along all day just staring at their telephone and then wonder why they're so stressed and alone. Yes. So there is a point about too much navel gazing and someone needs to say, well, why didn't you go for, and I've tried to do this, I, I catch myself sometimes, if you see me in Monaco, stop me and I'm walking there looking at my phone. I'm not noticing. Oh, I'll push you over. I, I nudge them, I give them a good sharp nudge I, with a bit of luck, they end up in the... And I've caught myself walking to the office thinking, why don't I just, you know, for the, and I, I get to my office in 10 minutes. Gavin, just enjoy the 10 minute yes. walk. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, I'm not giving myself a chance to reset. So, yes, we can get all a bit too navel gazing, but I think most of us have that voice that says, come on, push on through, mm -hmm. push on through. And what that's doing is just not allowing us to release. It's repressing emotion or suppressing emotion, and it doesn't allow us to work it through. And as I said last month, we're talking about emotions. Every emotion has a beginning, a middle and mm. an end and we want the emotion to come and go. Gavin Sharp from Riviera Wellbeing. How can people get in contact once I've been to see you? <laughs> <laughs> so you can get in contact with me. Uh, have a look at my website, rivierawellbeing.com. You can email me, Gavin, at rivierawellbeing.com. And um, what are we doing next month? I think we might, because it's end of year, it'll be December, beginning of December. So maybe we'll do a kind of best of looking at some of the topics that we've covered over the year. What's what's resonated with you and with the listeners. So that's that's where I'm landing. That's at what we're doing next. Okay. And not, I've just realised what stresses me a lot is Christmas. Christmas. We'll talk about <laughs> stress and Christmas. And uh, yeah, what... Um, what can I buy you, Sarah? I'm just I'm stressed. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Gavin Sharp from Riviera Wellbeing. Thank you very much. Thank you. past 10 taking a look at the international news headlines and north and south korea have both fired missiles landing in waters off each other's coasts for the first time uh, five lions have sparked a brief emergency at an australian zoo after escaping from their enclosure and in the uk conditions at an overcrowded migrant center in kent were akin to living in a prison or a zoo according uh, to a recent resident who was speaking to the bbc Radio, 
Sunny intervals, moderate breeze, highs of 20 degrees in Monaco, Nice and Cannes, 23 degrees and sunny in Toulon and the Var. This evening going down to 12 degrees with clear skies. The Aleph tomorrow and Friday, heavy rain and showers are forecast for tomorrow. Highs of just 14 degrees. Sunshine returning on Friday with highs of 19 degrees. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for all your emails. You can check out the news on our website, rivieradio.mc, as well as our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio and you still can leave a message on our open mic on our Riviera Radio app. Some of you have been emailing me asking how it works. It's fairly simple. You just download the app for free. You go on the menu. It says open mic in big letters. You click on the open mic. You leave your message, no more than 30 seconds, and you press send, and it comes right here and lands on my desk here in the studio. And then I can play it during tomorrow morning's show at 7 o'clock. I will be back tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock with the Full English Breakfast Show. Do hope you can join me. Have a stress-free and happy Wednesday. I'll leave you with ZZ Top and give me all your loving. Take care. Bye.